Recording a podcast is easy, as long as you actually record it. You're about to listen to what we did manage to save before an unfortunate technical glitch. Even as we release this episode, events have moved on and there's more we'll recap in part two. For now, enjoy the start where we talk about the Twitter files. But remember, Matt Hancock's diaries, lockdowns, strep A and the artist currently known as Ye are all to come in part two. So I've done my now fairly regular Monday thing now of quickly scavenging through any articles that I'm still subscribed to on Substack, uh, a quick look at the remaining few muted but threads or channels or whatever they are on Telegram that I've got. I keep Telegram because of our listeners who are amazing uh, and I've got a couple of other uh, channels on there as well but on a Monday before you come round I have I have a good old look through this stuff really quickly because I'm not looking at it <coughs> excuse me sorry you're, you're going to be like that a lot this this week I know if, if I'm, I'm going to be doing a, quite a bit of talking this one so if I if I keep pausing it if it sounds like I'm pausing it in it's between because sentences, you are it's because I am well, we'll, we'll maybe talk about your, uh, you know, whatever strain of, of whatever it is, genetically engineered or otherwise, that you've, that you've got. Uh, but I've been trying to keep on top of, I've, I've done my like one hour version of okay. trying to keep on top of the news. So I've got a few bits and pieces to talk about. And one thing that has floated to the surface for me is uh, something called the Twitter files. Ah, uh, yes. And I know next to nothing about it. And so I thought I would turn it over to you. <coughs> If excuse you can me. manage, yeah, a few no. Words. So I was, I remember. Um, so I was, act- <coughs> excuse me. God, I've, I've um, need, just need to clear my throat. <coughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So I was, I was on Twitter at the time, um, and I was because I've been because of this bloody cough. Okay, yeah. Um, I've been struggling to get to sleep at night. Mm. Um, that's the worst thing. I'm like fine during the day. Come, come the evenings, um, I just get this tickly cough and. Uh, it was, was it Friday night? I think it was Friday night where Elon said, because Elon, Elon Musk obviously, he, he, you know, he, he uh, announced that he wanted to buy Twitter in, I think, kind of March or April this year. And one of the it things. happened he, relatively quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. And one of the things he said he would, he would always wanted to do was to increase transparency um, mm. because he believed that there was quite rightfully no trust in, uh, in the leadership in Twitter. In Twitter. In, just in Twitter in general. Yeah. Um, and, uh, one, you yeah, know, obviously. A couple of weeks or so ago, now a few weeks ago, he you know finally w- went through, bought Twitter, and he's been doing a, like a number of things. Um, one of them, he's been uh, going through all the emails, all the documentation around kind of various events, and the, the you know the first big one that he's announced uh, was the Hunter Biden laptop. Um, so uh, the, or you, rather, the suppression the of suppression, that story. Yeah, the suppression of the story, um, and we, you know I'll go into that in a moment. Mm. And he's and uh, it was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be like six o'clock US time or, or Central time or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, got delayed by a couple of hours, so he kind of. This is know, the drop of documents. This is well, well, no. So this is this is the the kind of the announcement. They basically so he 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 went through and he gave <coughs> excuse me Matt Taibbi, who's like an independent journalist, mm. um, you know, kind of access to the documents, and Matt Taibbi kind of produced this thread with like all the. You know, okay. all, the, all the relevant points in it. They're then going to, I think they're going to uh, release them all um, to everybody in time. 
um, so they can go through them. But there was this kind of main thread, um, supposed to be released at six o'clock on Friday. Elon kind of tweeted a short while after saying, "Look, we're just going through some last minute fact checking, um, and, then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll um, how, we'll how ironic, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll release it." So it sounds like not everything has been fact checking the transparent documents. <clears throat> Well, yeah, so I, <laughs> either you're being transparent with the documents or you're not. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's, I think it was the, the, the kind of the context around some of the, you know, because so, it's, it's, it's all like emails and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so, I'm, I'm sighing, but um, it, it, look, greater transparency is good, but it does sound like trying to put some spin on it if you're trying to give context. Yeah, I, it's it's. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've only I've only got access to the thread itself. Um, right. So uh, yeah. Um, Anyway, I mean, the main thing was um, it's all about, as you said, suppression of the story mm. around Hunter Biden's uh, laptop um, and the suppression of other specific Twitter users. Because um, yeah, certain and it was people like, were banned after posting the story. Oh, yes. I mean, obviously. And some people still are. Right. Some people still just, are. Just at the request because. of the, at the request, we'll go into it, but at right. the request of the. Of the uh, is it the DNC, the Democratic National, National Committee? Convention. Or oh, committee, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Basically the Democratic Party. Yes. Okay, okay. So so members of the DNC, senior members of the DNC, during the... So, again, <laughs> for context, this was the weeks leading up to the 2020 American general election. It was about a month before, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, it's like... Like October time, yeah. In fact, um, it might have even been three weeks before. It yeah, was really, it wasn't, really close. It wasn't far behind, was it? Um, and from memory, the uh, one of the uh, was it the Trump spokesperson? Um, we'll get into that. Whatever her name was, got yeah. banned. We'll, we'll, get, uh, we'll get into. Uh, it. These I've are got, just things I can remember. <clears throat> yeah, I've got. I've got all this information. Go on, in, go for it. So right, so it was October the fourteenth. October the fourteenth, twenty twenty. New York Post published. An expose yes, um, about they, the secret emails on Biden's laptop. Um, on his, on his and on, laptop. And you and I know, and I'm sure most of our listeners know, the, the secret emails. I mean, that's the tip of the iceberg, isn't it, of the stuff found on, on oh, this incredible. laptop. Yeah. Okay? They, they must have seen this and thought, oh, my God. I mean, it's a treasure trove, if that's the right term. It's a cache of information. Mm. And they went for a crack then of information. Yeah. That, well, what I'm, what I'm saying for is they kind of they kind of went for the the politically not the most sensitive, most horrific things they could. Oh, they they you know they didn't they didn't pick the worst thing on there and report it. They picked the thing that I think was like most likely to get some level of traction. Yeah, and probably the thing. I mean, it it, it could have been the thing that would would have done Biden the most damage. Yeah. On the basis that they were trying. So they were trying to sell um, influence, yes, um, with with Joe Biden, who was you know likely to become to become president, and you know there were things like in the emails about all, of all the money that they were making from this, you know, ten percent had to go to the big guy, the big guy, yeah, you know, so ten percent yeah. was going to Biden, so you know, so politically this was the probably the, the that's you know, what the, it, they the, needed something to link to him. It wasn't yes. just about the horrific. It wasn't things just that, Hunter Biden is a bad guy, yeah, and he you know he he you know has these you know affairs with prostitutes and you know snorts cocaine and all that kind of stuff you know as bad as that is yeah that's you know him they went being for an the political angle but this stuff was him you know um yeah. with with his dad and, yeah and you know specific corruption so that's why they went that's why they went with that um now twitter 
um, took unprecedented steps, I think you might mm. be allowed to say, to suppress the story. Um, to the point where they, <clears throat> you weren't allowed to tweet the story. Yeah. Um, you weren't even allowed to send the link in a direct message. Now these these are things and measures that they normally, up until that point, had only reserved for things like child pornography. Right. You know, it's unprecedented um, to to do this with any kind of you know any kind of media story or anything yes. like that at all. Um, they'd never done they'd never done that before. And and these this kind of this release here is all about kind of why they. Why they did that, and I think a lot of to be honest, did I think they it, explain at the time at all? Then the 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 policies behind it, they didn't explain the policies. What they did was they gave they gave like a faux justification for it without right. actually explaining it. Because so at the time, Twitter's, um, all, I mean, all Twitter's policies were so vague. Oh yeah, that they could yeah. that they were deliberately vague so that they could just make up. Anything they like, yeah, and and, and it would would have been technically within the rules because the rules rules were so woolly. And I take it that's kind of what this is showing. Yeah, I mean, this is so. I, I think lots of people have, have have almost not missed the point because there's not there's not an unbelievable amount of evidence around the Democrats kind of telling them what to do. I mean, there is some, yeah. Um, but personally, I don't really think that matters. I think that the whole point is that Twitter was suppressing stuff. Yeah. Even if nobody, even if nobody from from the Democratic Party said you need to do this, the fact that they just did it anyway because they because they thought that whether it would they got told the to election, do it or did it almost doesn't, doesn't matter, does it? I mean, it just from a legal point of view, one's it's, a bit more fascist than the other. Yes, that's a that's about as far as it goes. If but if it's like it's like we were ta- we, we were talking before about. Self censorship, weren't we? Yes. And this is them doing it, or you know, even, a lot of it they did off their own back, yeah. which is just as bad. Yeah, it's just as bad, you know. And and you know that people people need to know this so that they don't, you know, they don't trust anyone. <laughs> yeah, they don't trust companies like Twitter and Facebook and and yeah. social media companies unless they are transparent, which is yeah. what kind of Elon Musk is trying to do. Okay. So anyway, so we'll go. I'll go through. I'll go through a few of these things. So yeah, they took. Extraordinary steps to suppress the story yeah. that they'd never they'd never done before. Um, Kaylee McKenney, that's the person I was thinking of. Yes, yes. So she she was locked out of her account for tweeting about the story. Um, you know, can she, we just stop there for just one moment? Pre- okay. she, I mean, she was press secretary, wasn't there she? There we go. Right. She, of course, Trump was still in office at this point. She mm. was press secretary. The press secretary to the president was suspended from her account. For tweeting a not some fringe newspaper might not be the most popular one, but it wasn't it wasn't some backwater um, publication. It was the New York Post. It was the New it, York it was Post. A, you know, a big a big publication. Yeah, uh, and the people of Twitter had absolutely no qualms. I, I I suppose what I'm getting at is you're not about to reveal to me. Some general hand-wringing thread between employees debating over whether they should um, suspend her or not. That's not what you're about to read, is it? This isn't. This isn't the. It's not them going. Oh, should we? Shouldn't we? Oh, because of this or because of that. Oh no, we got to. We got. It. This is. This. You're, you're going to be talking about the aftermath of this and the fact that somebody just went. Nope. Suspend. Well, yeah. So it's almost like they they kind of acted and then kind of justified it afterwards. Uh, yes. Um. So yeah, and and the, the the reason 
they gave was the company's hacked materials policy. Right, which is vague in itself, but there was oh, there was okay. no ev- there was absolutely no evidence at all How that anything fu- was hacked. Right. It's, well, I mean, he left his laptop with some repair guy or something, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so probably didn't have to hack anything at all. Right. Hacked materials. Yeah, there's no there's no evidence hacked. it was hacked. There's no evidence that it had come from Russia or anything like that. I'm just trying to apply that policy more broadly. If if you that you're saying that they have a policy. That allows them. I mean, obviously, look, this is this is their rules. I get that, but they have a policy that says that they should suppress people sharing information about materials that they suspect have been obtained because something's been hacked. Well, yeah. So, and Matt Tybee tweeted, although several sources recalled hearing about a general, in air quotes, uh, warning from federal law enforcement that. Uh, that summer about possible foreign hacks, there's no evidence that I've seen of any government involvement in that laptop story. In fact, that might have been the problem, dot, dot, dot. So he's saying there's there's been some general feeling that, oh, yeah, there was a warning given at some point. But he's found absolutely zero evidence of that at all. I just want to know how far a hacked materials policy goes. If that story was about... Hunter Biden's laptop being hacked. Like, is that allowed? What 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 is it that needs to be suppressed? Do you, do you see what I'm getting at here? It's like, I mean, I know That's a bit they, meta, isn't it? Well, <clears throat> you're allowed it, to report on stuff being hacked, but not the stuff that but, has been hacked. How do you know if it's newsworthy if you don't know what it is that's been hacked? Precisely. And how do you know? What, what if it's? Well, I think we don't we don't need a hypothetical, do we? The president's the 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 the, uh, the candidate for president. His son had materials on him, mm. and they were put in the public domain. One thing he did say in the next tweet as well, uh, the decision was made at the highest levels of the company, but without the knowledge of CEO Jack Dorsey. Well, for a start, I disagree that that's the highest levels of the company then, because wasn't he CEO? He was CEO, yeah. So that's just a stupid thing to say. Well, the highest level, not the highest level, the highest levels, the second. Well, then surely it should include him if it's the highest levels. Okay, we can go into <laughs> Matt Taibbi wording his tweets at, at another point. But you know, you know what I'm getting at. So it was, it was v, Vijaya Gade, um, yep. you know, the, the, the young lady who appeared on Rogan. Yeah, the marketing or PR um, one, yeah. Well, she was... Wasn't she? No, she was like head of trust and Head of misinformation. Wasn't she? Um, I think we both said the same thing. Yeah. Um, so th- okay, I've got a couple of quotes. Can you imagine from- having to have a department of trust? <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like Ministry of Truth. It is, isn't yeah. it? Department of Trust. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So a cu- couple of quotes from um, um, former employees. So they just freelanced it. Is how one former employee characterised the decision. Hacking was the excuse, but within a few hours. Within a few hours, pretty much everyone realised that wasn't going to hold, but no one had the guts to reverse it. Um, so someone, right, sorry to keep analysing this, someone at Twitter, the, the, the algorithm didn't automatically go, here's a story about Hunter Biden, therefore suspend any account that's, that's tweeted. There's no algorithm involved. So the initial characterization of this, a human being must have had to enter into... They must have a, a way of saying, take these URLs, take these keywords, article names, whatever, put them into the system so if anyone uses them, 
do bad things to them to suppress it. It yes. has to have started oh, yeah. by a human being going, oh, there's a story that I don't like. Put it into the system so that the system then does the mass suspensions and, and, and whatever else. Yes, exactly what happened. They, they, they kind of blocked that, that URL. So, so someone does that at a lower level. Yeah. That has to have happened at a lower level. And then only when some people start kicking up, when, when McKinley or whatever her name is, you know, makes a complaint or whatever to Twitter saying, Oi, why have you suspended me? Only then does it go up to the higher levels, who then try to justify the decision made by someone lower down. No, I think the impression I got is that it, it, it pretty quickly, as soon as they realised the, um, the article was alive, it went straight up to the top and they, or and, not and, to the very top, and, but to the sec- second so layer. So you think it was that, that second tier? And they tier, went, right, you need to ban put, that straight away. Put that, in the, put that into the system. Yeah, it's, it sounds like that's what happened. Then they get a complaint. Then they try and justify it, and then yeah. and and so again, had there been, had there been some actual governance, yeah. Let let's say you and I believed in censorship, right? Then we'd come up with a governance process for some checks and balances, and at the very least, I think if you and I were running Twitter, even if you you and I were evil and we were running Twitter, I don't know about you, I'd want a, a good paper trail for for all this stuff. So at any point, I could be seen as whiter than white. But I think they believe they're so powerful and they're so above the law that that's why these things happen in the way in the way yeah. that they do because they think, well, we'll just come up with an excuse later. They don't mm. they don't think about going through a proper process at all. Well, yeah. So, and I've, I've got I've got a couple of I've got a couple of emails here um, uh, from. So one of them is from uh, comms official Trenton Kennedy um, to. Uh, a former trust and safety chief. That's Ministry of Sound, isn't it? Yoel Roth. Ministry of Sound. That would be better. Ministry of Truth. Ministry of Truth. Sorry. <laughs> Ministry of Silly Walks. Yeah. He, he's, so Trenton Kelly says, I'm struggling to understand the policy basis for marking this as unsafe. And I think the best explainability argument for this externally would be that we're waiting to understand if this story is the result of hacked materials. We'll face hard <laughs> questions on this if we don't have some kind of solid reasoning for marking the link unsafe. Oh, I like that. Surely by that... Right. Surely by that reasoning, everything, everywhere, should always be suppressed until you can prove that it's not the result of hacked materials. By his reasoning. Um, I suspect that is of hacked materials. I think we need to suspend that until we can prove that it isn't. I mean, he's not saying you should suspect everything, but if you do suspect... Then he's he's just saying that's the best thing from from a from a communication that allows point of view. you to, to to ban anything you like though based on just needing to suspect it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to suspect you of of having hacked materials? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that that's from the thin blue lines? Yeah. Would you like me to suspect you of possessing drugs? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was um. <laughs> anyway, um. So yeah. So and uh, according to another employee, by this point. Everyone knew this was fucked," said one, <laughs> said one former employee. Um, oh, so they're and this, people to comment on it, right? But this, and this is the reply from Yoel Roth. Okay, right. This is this is incredible. The policy basis is hacked materials, though, as discussed, this is an emerging situation where the facts remain unclear. Given the severe, right? And he's put severe in capital letters here. Given the severe risks here and lessons of 2016. <gasps> Meaning Trump can get in if we don't do something. Yeah, right? severe meaning he might win again. Yes, that's exactly what it means. Oh. Given the severe risks here and lessons of 2016, we're erring on the side of including a warning and preventing this context from being amplified. And then 
Bijaya that says is, that, that that's that's all new speak at the end there, isn't it? That, of course it is. We're erring on the side of the context being oh yeah. oh god. Um, can you imagine? Can you imagine inventing that terminology and that language structure to define things when you are so deep into censorship? That is what you come up with to justify your censorship. I, I just the, the, the best thing here, and this is one of my the, my favorite. It's just sinister. Things. I'm just pointing out how sinister all of this the, is. The, my favorite thing about the whole kind of trail is given the severe risks here yeah. and lessons of 2016. Yeah. And then Vijaya says, "What uh, what is the warning that will come up?" When you click the link, you'll see the generic unsafe URL message references spam, malware, and violations of the Twitter rules. Not ideal, but it's the only thing we have. Um, so they're just looking for whatever blunt instrument they've got. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and even 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 at this stage, so former vice president of global comms, uh, Brandon Borman asks, "Can we truthfully claim that this is part of the policy?" So lots of people were, even the people in Twitter were saying, "Look, can we can we really do this?" If a, the fact that someone at Twitter is using the term truthfully, can we truthfully? Hmm. <laughs> well, and this is this is an interesting one. Okay, so this this is from Twitter special counsel Jim Baker. Okay, right, remember that name. Yeah. I support the conclusion that we need more facts to assess whether the materials were hacked. At this stage, however, it is reasonable for us to assume that they may have been and that caution is warranted. There are some facts that indicate that the materials may have been hacked, while there are others indicating that the computer was either abandoned and or the owner consented to allow the repair shop to access it for at least some purposes. We simply need more information. Right, now that guy, Jim Baker, uh, former deputy... General Counsel to Twitter. He was former General Counsel at the FBI, and he was the guy <gasps> right at the centre of the Russia Gate claims. Do you remember no, those? Yeah, the same guy. No, he went from being top lawyer at the FBI to top Straight. lawyer of Twitter. Yes, <sighs> and that—that's one of the things that people didn't really pick up on when. Um, this when is what the, I'm interested. In. I'm interested out. in your take as opposed to us just reporting on everyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the FBI's man in Twitter. I think it's reasonable, reasonable <sighs> or, to say. Or Twitter's man from the FBI. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but it's 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 crazy. So is it is it mainly just Hunter Biden stuff? Is there is there more to come? Is this like is there is there going to be future document drops then about? There will. This, so this this one, um, th- and we haven't really, we haven't got to the end of it yet. But this this yeah. one is basically just about. Um, just about Hunter Biden. So, and there, so there are a couple of there are a couple of um, so there's um, there's an email uh, between Ro Carner who uh, now he was a Democratic congressman, right. um, and he was uh, kind of emailing Vijaya saying um, generating huge backlash on Hill Reese speech. Happy to chat if you're up for it. And then she kind of she replied quite quickly, um, but just. Uh, talking about you know kind of twitter policy and stuff yeah. um, and kind of copies in a few other people from twitter including including jack um but you know he, he so she was she was kind of talking about you know kind of their you know their justification that kind of stuff whereas rokan was more talking about the, the bill of rights um and he was saying stuff like you know i say this is a total biden partisan and convinced he didn't do anything wrong but the story now has become more about censorship than relatively innocuous wow. emails well, not obviously yeah but, uh, and it's become a bigger deal than it than it would have been and um so you know fair, fair play although why didn't you say any of this in public 
you know, oh, well, people were giving him kind of props knows? for doing this, and it's like, okay, yeah, you're better than most Democrats, but you know, it, it, not not a savior by any means. In in in, uh, in you've in you've opinion. risen the the top of a very low pile. Yeah, it's a very low pile, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, wow. So now we're getting to some quite interesting stuff as well. So, uh, again, I'm just going to read a couple of the tweets and some of the information about okay. it. So it says, um, within a day, Head of Public Policy Lauren Culbertson receives a ghastly letter slash report from Carl Sharbo, I think it might be pronounced, of the research firm NetChoice, uh, who had polled 12 members of Congress, uh, nine Re- Republicans and three and three Democrats. Um, That's not much of a sample. No, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> um but they uh, and they all uh, said what? Well, they're, they're kind of war- warning, um, warning about a bloodbath. Apparently, um, right. saying um, this is a tipping point. It's just too much, uh, and saying that because it was it was a, the Democrats as well were, were at, it was dem- dem- yes. they're all they're all angry um, um, about this, um, and uh, but okay, so this this it's the next bit. Um, this is. Um, from the Democrats, okay. Um, now they, or some some of the other Democrats who believe completely the opposite. So I'm just going to read this out um, sure. from the from the files in in uh, in full. Okay, the Democrats, meanwhile, complain that the companies are inept. They let conservatives muddy the water and make the Biden campaign look corrupt, even though Biden is innocent. They linked this to Hillary Clinton's email scandal. She did nothing wrong, but because the press wouldn't let the story go, it became a scandal far out of proportion. In their mind, social media is doing the same thing. It doesn't moderate enough harmful content so that when it does, like it did yesterday, it becomes a story. If the companies moderated more, conservatives wouldn't even think to use social media for disinformation, misinformation, or otherwise. The Democrats were in agreement. Social media needs to moderate more because they're corrupting democracy and making all truth, in air quotes, relative. When pushed on how the government might insist on that, consistent with the First Amendment, they demurred, the First Amendment isn't absolute. That's another one. That's, and, 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 that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, my mouth was open halfway through you talking there, let alone the First Amendment isn't absolute. Yeah. They're not moderating enough. Hang on. So th- that when they do, it, yeah, incredible. I mean, let's, the, the, word, the term moderating there, which I don't think is the correct Censoring. term. Yeah, exactly. Um, th- can you run me by that? Run that by me again. They think that this would be better and I'm, and I know that they think it would be better if less information was out there fine but they think that the republicans who they see as being pure evil well yes but they think they wouldn't be able to make the argument that something was scandalous because it'd been censored if just more things all the time were being censored is that what they're saying how are they? Uh, I think it's if if social media censored everything from the right all the time, then people would just think nothing of it. Eventually, they really think that. That's what they think. Yeah, that's what they think. That's, people, well, they think it's people what are they that communicated. Dumb. They think people are that dumb. I I find that really interesting. Mm. Do you? I I, I I I'd like to say I'm staggered, and my initial reaction was shock but at the same time you go well that totally fits their mo for being 
blind to such you know basic realities <laughs> well it's like it's like whenever and this happens this happens in America and over here when people on the left lose it's because they didn't get the message across <laughs> yeah, yeah not it's not that the public rejected the message yeah. or didn't like the message it's we didn't get the message we across. didn't quite get it right yeah. yeah yeah we didn't we didn't we didn't get it across enough not enough people received or it, it was suppressed yeah yeah it's never that we heard you fine and you we just don't <laughs> like it you know they always believe that they are the you know the the the, the truth bearers and you know it's but so they think they think the story of um the the infamous the notorious stories uh of Hillary Clinton's email server mm. because it just got because it bumbled along as a story for a long time and they're blaming social media for that they're not so much blaming media for that they're blaming the tech giants for not suppressing people sending around that story so I suppose there's initially there there's a there's a tacit acceptance there that the um, the traditional media, including those who are posting these things on their websites, so like the New York Post or any of the other newspapers, they're saying that that's kind of fine, or at least they're not going after the newspapers for stopping writing the stories. They're going after what they see to be a much larger problem, which is people sharing them. If If everyone was reading these newspapers, then there'd be a problem they'd have a larger number of people seeing that story but the acceptance is hardly anyone's actually going out and reading reading the newspapers mm. so we have to get them by sharing instead it's crazy but not unbelievable uh, no you know because you, we, we kind of we kind of know what they're like they're this kind of yeah ultra elitist um the, the kind of the arrogance is just i mean i i mean i remember I remember Twitter. I remember Twitter in 2020. I remember the first time I started seeing warnings appearing that you had to then click a show link uh, to see something. Uh, yeah, and the COVID misinformation. Oh, Do you that, those as well? That, yeah, I remember that. It was around about the same time. Yeah, there was. It was that mainly, and then the election stuff really started. Yeah, ramping up, uh, and then those. Did you ever click on one of the links talking about? Um, this was after this was post post election, so this would have been like back end of twenty twenty, when all the stuff was about how the election had been rigged, and then Twitter had all these links. This is this is why elections are, are fair. Did, did you yeah. did you ever read yeah. any of that stuff? I mean, pure propaganda. I'm not, no, I remember reading the stuff about this is why the vaccines are safe and effective. Yeah. Um, well, this was this was before that. Obviously, this this was this is this is why. Elections are safe and effective. I mean, that, that's essentially what it what it was. Yeah, it did, I, democracy is safe and effective. I remember it making me laugh because the Democrats had spent four years saying that 2016 yes. was just yeah, it was, was a, stole, a stolen election, um, wasn't valid. Yeah, and then in 2020, you can't possibly steal an election. It's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. Anyway, back back to the story. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to read out another couple of these tweets. So, uh, again, from Matt Tavey. An amazing subplot of the Twitter slash Hunter Biden laptop affair was how much was done without the knowledge of CEO Jack Dorsey and how long it took for the situation to get, in quotes, unfucked, as one ex-employee <laughs> put it, even after Dorsey, dumped, Dorsey jumped in. And he's saying there were multiple instances in the files of Dorsey intervening to question suspensions and other moderation actions for accounts across the political spectrum. Um, so he was trying to to sort it out but even when he was it, it sounded like he wasn't in control at all yeah and it just completely lost control was just you know a figurehead you know you started the company you can be a bit like I don't have you ever seen the Sopranos yeah um, so effectively Tony Soprano is running is running the show but his uncle is like this figurehead who's this old man who's technically the head of the family but does nothing has no real power and he, he, he you know he allows him to make these kind of arbitrary decisions every now and again he it sounds specifically like, he specifically kind of engineers Uncle June to be that figurehead, doesn't he? He's quite happy to be the guy in the background pulling the strings. Yeah. Um, so, so Jack Dorsey is, is Uncle Junior? It, yeah. Okay. It, that's what it appears like. It's like he, had no, like, you know, a, a, like he had no power at all and wasn't even aware that half of these things were going on until yeah. the public were aware. Yeah. Um, uh, what a dysfunctional company. mm I mean, I'm sure that the people lower down, the the you know the head of trust and propaganda, well, thought it was perfectly good way of running a company. Isn't this isn't this great? We never get overruled by the boss. Mm. The policy never gets set by the boss. We get to set all the policies ourselves. It's yeah. it's like this juggernaut was just set off, and it just got faster and faster and faster, <laughs> and there's no one at the wheel. That's crazy. But, and so another couple of things as well. Um, so. Uh, not specifically related to Hunter Biden, um, but they were Twitter were getting emails from the DNC and from Joe Biden's election team um, to uh, suspend accounts that they weren't happy with, and they were giving like examples of tweets. So there's there's some here, you know, more to review from the Biden team, and there were tweets by kind of various accounts, and the the, the so the the kind of Twitter email address has been redacted, but it's like just. The so, so that you and I can't send in some some tweets we want to be suppressed. Yeah, but it's just the uh, the response <laughs> comes back handled, and that's it. And um, I know I know Fox News checked, and all those accounts are still suspended today. Um, well, you see that I find that interesting. Include if, and, 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 if, if Elon has got has had the time to say I want this the story behind what happened here to be released, and they've had enough time to redact email addresses and all that kind of stuff, and they have been unsuspending accounts. Why haven't they unsuspended these accounts? Yeah, so they've, they've only been they've been unsuspending on like an ad hoc basis. So, but apparently, what he's going to do is so that any account that hasn't been suspended due to breaking the law is just going to be allowed back on again eventually. How long is that going to take? I'm not sure, but it, it, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to have already started. Mm, um, okay, but and so James Woods. Was yes. was one of those one of those as well? Um, so uh, I think they only temporarily banned um, James Woods, um, but he was, um, and he's been talking about um, uh, doing like some kind of class action <laughs> lawsuit oh, right. or something. Um, uh, and he said, like, "I'm I'm happy to be the you know the, the kind of the figurehead." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this this was um, this was the, the 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 Democratic you know the DNC was kind of saying, "Look, you need to ban these accounts. You need to ban these accounts." And those two are going, "Yeah, all right, okay, we'll do that. No problem." Um, I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by that. 
No, but it's 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 good to have evidence. It's good to rather than rather than to just suspect it and to say to people, you do know this happens, right? To actually have it there in black and white that it, it did happen. That's the thing. You've got we've got the email trails now. We know it it, it categorically happened, um, and there's and there's evidence of it. They're, so it's they're not, there on first name terms. No longer a conspiracy theory. Ah, uh, yes. You know, it's stuff that actually that actually happened. Imagine right. So that was that was before the Democratic Party were the party of government. Yes. So imagine what's been happening since then. Since Biden got in. It's going to be off the charts, isn't it? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. So um, there's, there's more in store? There's, there's more coming, I think. I think they're going to actually release all the data once it's all like, redacted and that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, did you did you see any of the? I don't suppose you did, but there there were lots of tweets. Um, they were they're obviously given their marching orders and the script to um uh, to, to read. Just the, the usual suspect, the cathedral. Oh, oh right, right, okay. And yeah. it was it was all about um, running PR for the richest man in the world. And if you, that if you, was the soundbite. If you if you just do a search on Twitter for like PR richest man in the world, like, like hundreds of tweets of people saying, "Oh, imagine doing this on a Friday night, running PR for the richest man in the world." Yeah, everyone was doing it. That that was the script that they were that they were given. Uh, the, uh, these are this, this, it's so obvious, isn't it? I, I, this is what I don't get about. Um, I mean, you you described very clearly there, you know, the, the cathedral and marching orders and all that. Is it, there's very little chance, isn't there? It's not very plausible that these are a group of people. That just look to see what the last person's tweeted and tweet something similar. That that's not this phenomena. I, I'm sure that happens a bit, but it's but it, not it, in terms of the proportion. Yeah, there's going to be like even if we use the Pareto principle here, twenty percent of them are going to just kind of be followers like that. The other eighty percent must have had the piece of paper come in front of them saying, "This is what you have to say." That that's obvious, isn't it? From from that level of coordination. Yeah, and even if, even if it's the other way around, even if it's only only twenty percent of them, yeah. it's enough. Yeah. And if it's, even if it's only twenty percent, that's they, still evidence of, of a mass collusion. Yeah. Um, you did share with me, and I wasn't aware of this in the week, um, that the COVID misinformation policy, yes, of Twitter has been removed. Yes, 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 yes. That yes. is huge, spectacular huge. news. And so I must admit that does. I'm not trying to weigh up the good points and bad points of Elon Musk to try and work out whether he's on our side or not, but to be able to post something. What one of the reasons I have not posted on Twitter in two years or whatever long it's been uh, is to not be able to mention hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin um, without saying it's just horse paste or whatever. Well, yeah, all, all my all my decent tweets about COVID have, have had that warning underneath. Yeah. Um, so if that's even not me, even me with my a thousand and something followers, you know, is there? Do you know what? I haven't looked. I mean, you sent me the link to their trust center or whatever nonsense it is. Um, is there still a? There must still be a vaccine policy as opposed to that was specifically the COVID nineteen misinformation. Yeah, policy. I'm not, I'm not I imagine sure. if you say the vaccines kill people, that that that's that's probably still a different. A different policy. Think how many of these policies they must have. These censorship policies. 
There must be tons of them, mustn't there? Yeah, I mean the, the the big ones obviously were vaccines, lockdowns. Um, yes, you know the election. Um, yeah, I mean you can cover an awful lot of stuff within the COVID nineteen one. Obviously, that yeah. that would have probably covered lockdowns. That would have covered uh, lab leak and yep. and stuff like that. Um, oh, crazy! Yeah, stuff that has now been proven to to have legs. Um, yeah, you know, would have been you know you'd have, you'd have been banned in twenty twenty for even mentioning the lab leak. Yeah, oh, well, as you said, 2020's conspiracy theories mm. have all pr- pretty much... Are, 5G is about the only thing that it hasn't, hasn't been proven to be, you know, proven to be right. And, and, there are, and, I, and I've seen studies uh, that show that it's, it's very harmful in, uh, in very, very short distances. Um, if, 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 if the microphone in front of you was a, was a 5G emitter... Then, I'll be then you, headaches you'd stuff, be in I? danger right now. Wow! Um, and and so, I, I, obviously, some people use that as look how horrific this is. Um, but also, the biggest problem with five G as a technology in general is how uh, short range it is. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the, the fact that I can barely get a signal in this house um, is, is testament to how low power it is over a, over any kind of any kind of distance, so I think it's I think it's pretty unlikely um, that that's that's not one of the conspiracy theories that I particularly subscribe to. I think I think it's a crap technology. I think it's a pretty rubbish technology actually. Every time, and this happens with um, fixed lines, circuits, you know, physical circuits, cables under the ground as well. Generally speaking, the faster they try to make it, either or the higher bandwidth, should I say, the shorter the distance. That they can run on. There's, oh, of a, there's always a distance dependency. But it's always it's, it's happened with. I mean, it happened with. Uh, I remember them going. Oh, two D, two G, three G, four G, four G. But yep. any, any stuff, do you remember? Do you remember when? Right. When did we first get? I say we. It was you. When did you first get Wi-Fi? We had. Oh God, we had the first Wi-Fi in in the street. Yes, didn't we? Um, and it was. This was you know one of the very very early. It was like. It was eight hundred two dot one B. I think it, it was. was B, and I, th- I, I think it was around about two thousand and two. Oh, what job did I have? Because uh, I think I just, I'd either just started contracting or was, or was about to. It that's was, it, it was two thousand two, two thousand three. Anyway, yeah, I think it was maybe, maybe it was sli- this century. I think, yeah. I don't um, think it was the nineties. I'm trying to think. No, it wasn't. No, no definitely no, not. Definitely no. not. But, but. Because you had you had quite a thin you had a thin a thinner laptop than I did. This is how I'm, I'm, I'm remembering it. I had uh, no, I had I had a, I had a tablet. Do you not remember? I had that funky HP or Compaq, I think it was. Yeah, you had one a, of the sure, early I'm Windows sure you had, tablets. You had a Dell laptop as well, though. I remember you showing it to me on your Dell yeah. laptop. Yeah. Because I think you took it. We went for a walk, and we went to the other end of the street. Yeah. Which was like a couple of hundred yards. Yep. At least loads of houses in between. Loads of houses in between. A, g- a good couple of hundred yards, if not more, and and we still had a sink because we, yeah. we, we managed to get to like the bus stop. Yeah, which is like it was like a three or four minute walk. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, you know, ar- around through the houses, and we still had a signal there. I yeah. mean, now with my, you know, can't the get most, a signal next door. I can't get a signal. I, I've had, I've got to have I've got one. I've got to have boosters. You've got repeaters and things, yeah. Because I can't get a signal from one end of my house. To, I've got the router in the middle of the house. And I can't get right part of that. I can't get right. You know, so that's to the not wings. that's not so much you trying to get bandwidth over short distance. That's interference. 
That is the massive amount of interference. Of all the other Wi-Fi and other technology that interferes in your surrounding area. Right, the, okay. the, the biggest reason why... Stop shit. The, the biggest reason why that was such a good Wi-Fi signal was that no one else... It was else the only one, yeah. and, and, and again, it, we weren't talking about the only person with... Um, we were the only people with any Wi-Fi device. So it wasn't like all those houses didn't have a, a wireless access point, but they did have mobile phones with wireless. They didn't. No one did. We didn't even have a mobile phone with, with a wireless card in it, probably, at that point. Um, it was all just, you, you know, you, you, you might have had a laptop, you might have, you might have had to stick an aerial in the side even to, to get it at that point. I think, anyway. I think I had a Wi-Fi card. I think it might have been even one of those kind of PCM CIA cards <laughs> that I'd stuck in. Yeah. Um, because my my laptop wasn't wasn't Wi-Fi initially. I remember getting a three G one of those little flappy. Well, I, little yeah, I had a I had a three G one. I used to use on the train. Yeah, awful. That technology. I mean, I mean, you still can't get a good signal on the train, can you? No, 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 not at all. Yay, yay, technology. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.